Welcome in, people. Welcome back. I am Jeremy Toms, host of the Big Law Capitals podcast. Great to have you in. Really excited for today's episode. I think you'll be excited too. We have Teresa Ward on as a guest today. She's an absolute rock star. She's based actually where I live, which is Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And she is killing 75 plus flips a year, uh, raising, you know, major, major money, doing really big things in real estate. But she has some really, she has a really cool backstory, which I'm excited for you to hear. But also, she has some really good just insight into getting started, right, in investing, and you know, coming from a place where you weren't an investor previously to now, she's an absolute rock star in a short period of time with a ton of, you know, extracurriculars that she had to sort of deal with to get into getting to that point, right? So, without further ado, I want to bring in Teresa. Uh, I'm excited. Let's do it. Teresa, what's up? What's going on? <laughs> Welcome to the show. The Big Law Capitals podcast could not be happier, you know, having you on. You're you're an absolute rock star, so I'm glad you're uh, you're with us. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Like you're killing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying my best, you know. So, um I tried to give, you know, a brief intro, but I think you tell the story far better than I do, obviously. Um tell us a little about yourself, right? Like not so much like where you are now, right? We'll definitely get to that because it's everything and everywhere. Uh, but how you sort of got started, right? Like, you know, where you grew up, um, where you went to school, and then, you know, how you got to where you are now. Then we'll dive into the... Only the real really, estate, really right? Just real estate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um, born and raised Pittsburgh in the Greenfield neighborhood, best neighborhood on the planet, not biased, but... uh. <laughs> yeah, so I went to Taylor Alderdice High School, and um, I was a teen mom in high school. Had Jordan when I was in 16, so got that, and I bought my first house in uh, 2007. No, gotcha. Yeah, 2007, right at the crisis, the collapse, so, right at the peak. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, I was 19 years old then working at Starbucks. So there's there's no reason I should have got that loan. But hey, <laughs> you know, I heard that there was great programs for single moms from Predatory Lender. And uh, yeah, got the house oh, right. in the neighborhood. So that's kind of how I got into real estate without getting into real estate. Um, so that was like your that that, was, that first house was more so like I'm living here, but it was sort of it did end up becoming a sort of your first deal in a way. Yeah, actually, yeah, I guess so. It's it. Oh man! All right. It wasn't until you. I want to hear about that. Yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's dive into because I, I actually this is one of the things I wanted to chat with you about was like that first deal because like the first deal story is always like a good learning experience, you know. So yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, that's funny because I was trying to think about my first deal. And I'm like, I really don't know, but I guess this really was. So I was <laughs> living in this one bedroom apartment um, with Jordan and there was asbestos and I wanted to get out of there before the winter came in. So I'm like looking for a place to rent and I was working at Starbucks and in Squirrel Hill, ton of real estate investors, love networking. And the one um, gentleman there, he said that why, why rent when you can buy? I'm like, I can't, how can I buy? You know, he's like, Oh, there's programs for single moms. You know, he's like, go find a house that you like. And I was like, well, I already know the house that I want because I saw a for sale by owner and I had went to prom with the guy that, that was his grandparents' house. Okay. So there's a oh, really? storage a lot, wanted it. So he's like, yeah, you can buy it. I'm like, 
okay, I didn't know how I could buy it, but I just trusted him. I knew he was a real estate broker and uh, investor. So I, you know, go downtown and sign all these paperwork. And my family's like, what do you mean you're buying a house? They, they couldn't. I'm like, I got it. I got it. I got it. I thought it was the nice thing. And when, you know, I got my first mortgage payment, I, I was told that it was going to be like $400 a month. Cause I was renting. Right. That's how much my rent was at that time, 400 bucks a month. And my um, total payment was seven fifty six eighty two. I'll never forget that. So I was like, yeah. I this. Yeah. So yeah, fast forward, I learned that like, you know, he wholesaled or did a double close actually um, uh, property for 80,000 resold it same day for 110 said that he made improvements, overstated the value had appraisers in his pocket, bank in his pocket fraudulent loan documents and, you know, say that had wow. an account with 30 grand in it. But yeah. So that wow. was the first deal. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh. And so you live there and then you, did you sell it? Uh, like, did you do any work to it and then sell it later or? No, actually. So I had my cousin move in with me to help pay um, ah. mortgage and. A little form for, of like house hacking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Um, but then I eventually did like for it, foreclosed. So I went through the foreclosure gotcha. process. Yeah, that was like two, was maybe three and a half years later, but I kind of lived rent-free or <laughs> mortgage-free <laughs> for like a year. Uh, not on purpose. I filled out all these documents, you know, hardship and this like wrote the story every single time I got this packet. Like, this is the story. This is what happened and send it in. <laughs> I would hear nothing back. I'm like, okay, I don't know what to do. Uh, so, yeah. And so from, from there, then... It, that's like, right, like humble beginnings, right? Like, and then you went from there. What was the next step for you? Um, see, the next step. So started renting and actually got into a rent to own deal. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So we did a land contract. Um, we had to fix up the property because it was an FHA loan. So we had to fill in this in-ground swimming pool that was old and bad. It wasn't working, functional. Put a fence in, put like 10000 in its property here that the land contract deal didn't work out how oh. it was structured. So I'm like, what the hell, you know? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so, but, you know, we had, I was oh. married at this point and we had our second child and the house is, I get, we would outgrow the house anyway. So I like, all right, right. meant to be. Um, yeah. So I'm like, and, right. And then, what, so when was the leap to, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, when was the leap to Second Avenue? I know that was like one of the gigs you had, right, Bob? Yes. Like yep. Before the, before the ascent, right? Right, right. So, um, I got into real estate, right, from my network at the, the Starbucks group. So there's a ton of real estate investors there, and they said, "Hey, really? yeah." So I was, I had a house cleaning business, um, or clean investment okay. properties, tenant turnovers, or um, after rehab for selling and. The one investor was like, hey, you want to make more money? Find find us vacant properties, you know? So I was a bird dog. Went to the there fortune, you go. Yeah, fortune builders meetings, uh, taught me how to find properties. But then he had just got his broker's license. He's like, listen, you need to be licensed. I was like, I don't have the money to get a license. You know, you told me I can make more. I'm like, can you help me pay for it? He's like, no. I'm like, what the heck? But what that <laughs> did was like made me accountable to keep continuing on. So Right. Yeah, got the training, find properties. Then I got into um, as an agent for for investors. So, gotcha. 
Yeah. Gotcha. And that's, I mean, you, that's where you kind of started really cutting your teeth on it, right? Like yeah. learning the trade, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Loved, so, loved it. And so fast forward now, right? So like uh, sort of cut your teeth there, you know, got your training created, I'm assuming some really, really, really good relationships. Um, yes. And essentially you've gone from there to kind of give the, give the audience an idea, like where you are now, like the, cause it blew, when you told me the first time I met you actually give you a little, little background. First yeah. time I met you, um, was through our, uh, real estate meetup group here in Pittsburgh. Um, the, the rig group, uh, resilient investors group. And so I met you and like sweetest person, right? Just the absolute sweetest person I'd ever met. And I'm just assuming like everybody here just kind of just, you know, we're, we're doing stuff, we're doing stuff, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. But like, I had no idea, like we were in the presence of an absolute rock star. Like oh, you <laughs> blew my mind um, when you told me like just exactly what you were doing, what your plans were, like ambitions, not even, doesn't even truly define like what you're bringing to the table. You're just going for it. I'm super excited for you, but like for the audience, for their sake, just let us know like all the stuff you have going. All right. So that was at the axe throwing place where I met. I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. I, think that's right. I had heard about you before that, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Carl. Um, <laughs> so I was working with the investor. That's how much stuff right? it is. Yeah. I was working with the investor. <laughs> um, I was sourcing properties and I was sourcing investors in like the New York area, Manhattan. I'm like, okay, their money can go a lot further here. And I, you know, met institutional investor and they came to town, they met with me and they're like, we're buying, you know, a hundred million dollars of properties. It's like, there's no way, there's no way. Cause at this point in time in Pittsburgh, they weren't here, you know, they weren't right. single family rentals. And I remember they had this networking group and there was a ton of people there and no one took them seriously, but I'm like, I do. So like first week yeah. just made a Google spreadsheet, a hundred properties off market. Here's the details. And then the COO called, he's like, where'd you, who sourced these? Like, where, I'm like, I did, you know, found them because they were saying no to everything. I'm like, you have to, this is a good deal. This is not like, tell me I'm committed. So then they had yeah. offered me a job and I declined it. And then they offered me another one, declined it again. And I'm like, all right, if I'm going to work, if I'm going to leave and become a corporate employee. Like, this is what I want. And they're like, what? Yeah. You know, I have the experience and I didn't even know what I was getting into. So like, okay, well, so, you know, we'll hire you as an assistant manager to deploy this capital with no manager above me. Right. Um, and then right. 30 days and I, you know, got promoted and bonus. So I was in charge of buying properties that would net the yield that they were looking for within their risk profile. Right. So single family. They had like a, like a, what would you call like a buy box, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, certain yeah. buy box, and um, would it be helpful to go into what that is, or, or no, no, no. We, we'll yeah, like we'll keep it high level only okay. because um, you gotcha. know it's. I have you for a certain amount of time. I'm getting all I can out of you, so okay, gotcha. <laughs> so um, yeah, in charge of building these portfolios of single family homes, and I'm seeing like what's happening in these little neighborhoods, right? Of mm -hmm. rent values going up you know, I'm underwriting properties at a certain amount. And then you have the different department pushing those friends higher. And I'm like, right. oh, whoa, you know, and you see what happens to these little neighborhoods across the court. I'm like, okay. And how much money they're making. Now I, could, I know how fund structures work. Right. And just wanted to get into doing it on my own, you know, and kind of helping people yeah. and getting into impact investing. So I saw like what impact investing is and, like we can do this. Yeah, 
Let's dive into that for a second, right? Because I, I think that's that's a really cool concept that I don't think a lot of people are familiar with. What, what do you mean by impact investing? So impact investing is really just investing money and getting a financial return, but you're also doing social good, right? Social or environmental yeah. good. So for real estate here, it could be um, for affordable housing, you know, and not like Section 8 or government funds, although that, that does work um, in certain um structures with the companies but or another way would be like you know green building or green, you know but for right, us, right. something like a sort of a social impact right yeah um yeah so yeah so going back also to my earlier days of sourcing properties i found this one gentleman who moved here from out of the country very smart creatively bought 40 some houses for like almost nothing like house hack mm-hmm. all of these so he has some in their por- portfolio are distressed. Half of them are occupied, half of them are vacant. And his whole thing is he wants to use these to retire, make 65 grand a year to retire and then leave money to his kids, you know, a couple million bucks to his kids. And right. seven years, I'd approached this portfolio in so many ways. He wouldn't take any discount. He was committed. He had his motivators. And now I'm like, okay, fast forward, they're still here. We can make this deal work. And we could do that yeah. by, you know, this impact fund that we're setting up right now. It's like super exciting. So the fund money that we're raising for that will be able to purchase the properties, renovate them, stabilize, and then have an equity play and a yield play at the same time while creating. So and and that's like and that that's one of the real how much is that fund that, the, that you're looking to raise? Uh, five million dollars. It's fantastic. There yeah. it is. Yeah. So, so like uh, one of the things that, that struck me was you're, you're like me in a lot of ways and that, I mean, far better at it, but, but you're, you're like me in a lot of ways, which is you are, uh, you're, you're not only are you ambitious, but you're, you're willing to sort of step out of your comfort zones, right? Like, um, you know, one of the early conversations we had was like structuring like a real estate fund, right? And, you know, there's people who talk about it. Like, and then there's people who actually do it. You're the you're you're a doer, right? You get out and you actually do the stuff. You learn the concepts. You you dive in deep and you do it, right? You put the money behind it and you just go for it. Which I think is a really, really not only is that is that awesome, but it's also like a really good quality to have. Um, which is, I mean, obviously why you know people are jumping in to invest with you, institutional capital, and I'm sure as well, you know, high net worth. But let me ask you, so to the typical investor, right? Like, so our audience essentially are, um, you know high income uh, professionals, right? Who have a, you know, a lot of cash, but, or may have a lot of cash or, you know, a decent net, net worth or high net worth, but not a ton of time, right? To really kind of deploy that. But they might be thinking in their heads, like partnerships, like, should I like trust somebody else? Or should I, ju- you know, jump in bed with somebody to, to try to improve my situation, you know, but take on the risk of like, you know, counting on somebody else, right? Uh, and I think there's a lot that goes into that. But like, just from a high level, from a beginner standpoint, would what's your thoughts on on partnering early on? Because I think partnering has been important for you, for you, obviously, you know, right. being able to create what you've created. Right. Yeah, I couldn't have done anything without um, partnering. And I think it's just that relationship, that constant conversation and, and education. Like, so you can you can invest money into the stock market and not know what's going to happen, right? You can try to study right. and be educated as much as you can, but there's so much at play yep. with real estate and investing it. It's, it's fun, right? It's numbers and you can see and, and building that relationship also gains trust and like, okay, you know what you're doing. 
yes, there is risk. There's risk for anyone involved and high risk, hopefully high return. You know, it's like, you know, feeling the people out, but you got to, you got to jump in at some point, whatever that is. Yeah. 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 And, 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 you know, what's funny is people will ask me like, you know, well, people will tell me, and this is a couple of years ago, like, oh, well, why wouldn't I just keep my money in the market? Like, you know, look at the returns I'm getting, you know, and they'll, they'll sort of like reference all of this different, like all these different reasons as to why like real estate, they just haven't, you know, made the dive yet. And they'll say one of the bigger, bigger reasons is like, I, how can I, how do I know I can trust this operator? Right. How, how do I know I can trust the sponsor? Um, and I'm like, dude, how do you know you can trust anybody who you're investing with in the stock market? Like, do you know them personally? Like, right. no, like, no, you don't, um, like you don't really. And a lot of people who are investing in the stock market, I'm certain they're not going on, you know, Edgar, right. The SEC website, looking at like financial disclosures and like, you know, different filings. That's not a thing. You know, what they're doing is, is sticking, sticking with what's comfortable. Right. But I think a lot of people miss out on the fact that like investing, especially with somebody like yourself or with our firm, like, you know, with our firm, um, new homes, it's. There's no work involved other than like wiring the money, right. right? And so like really then it just comes down to like, hey, can these people act on their business plan? And right. and I think that's the part where like there's some disconnect between like people who have the cash, but they're just like, oh, well, I'm nervous. I can't take on more, you know, obligations. I have this, this and that going on. I'm like, dude, like if you think it's any different than the stock market, then like that's where the education piece has to happen. Like, right? That's what me and you are for. It's like, it's not. You're catching the schedule K1 at the end of the year. And like you're sitting back and catching your returns, you know? So um, I always try to advise people like partnerships are important. You got to learn to trust people sooner or later. The reality is you got to, you got to do that if you want to ever grow, you know, the sort of, you know, machine, right. That, that you've been able to grow, you know, with, 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 with uh, what you got going. So, right. so I, I, I completely agree with you. It's funny. Family, family's a, uh much more difficult than friends or, or strangers, I think, <laughs> you know, to, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, we started out like, Oh, you don't know what you're doing. Like, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing though. Like we've been through the ropes, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all in. So it's all of my money is reinvested because I believe in it. There's yep. a bigger purpose to this for me. So that's what keeps driving it. And, and it's, there's no emotional investment into the property itself, but into the right. whole fund and like that impact to, investing as well. So yes, promise to my financial investors, right? They have to get a return. And, and that's all it is. Right. It's relationships. And then we have to make the people buy the houses, make sure that's set up right, or rent the properties, make sure they're properly vetted. And for the investor, it's like we have, it's a full service. We, we purchase the properties based on however kind of risk you want to take, you know, your personality, mm-hmm. your, your money and your play, um, renovate them, rent them out, manage them, just collect your chip. You know, and, yeah, right. Like enjoy. And yeah. Question. So, how many? And this number blew my mind when you told me. But how many? Just for the audience, how many properties would you say on like an annual basis are you flipping right now? Um, last year, so it was helping manage right the 108 property flips and then purchasing 265 homes. Goodness gracious! Yeah. Goodness gracious! Oh my goodness! That's wow. The, that's my contractor, you know, all props to him. So, Yeah. Right. It like, it's a team effort for sure. Um, and that's a partnership uh, there too, as well. So everybody wants right. to in the game in return. So that's how I look at it. I always, I, people will ask me like, because I, and you know, 
I'm busy, right? Like, uh, you're, you're slam busy and I'm busy. Like I, you know, we have two kids, another one on the way. So like, that's a whole obligation. Right. And then, you know, I'm an attorney. That, that's a, that's more than a full-time job in and of itself. And then, you know, we're running new homes, capital management. That's another gig. Right. And so, and then I have my own set of portfolio properties that I own just individually. And so people will ask me, like, how do you navigate that? Like, that's chaos. And I'm like, no, 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 that's a team effort, dude. Like that is, that's not just me, right? First off, my wife is a saint because she allows me to kind of do all the extra stuff, you know, that, that right. sort of has created this wealth for us. But then on top of that, like, that's like virtual assistants. That's like really good property management firms. That's a, a high quality contractor. That's any number of things um, that, that create this sort of synergy that allows us to, to really kind of play with the uh, play with the numbers, right? Like kind of play the game in real estate and allows us to do it. But none of this stuff happens in a vacuum. None of it happens alone. So it's, yeah. uh, so you, you're like the, the master at that. You've created a number of teams. How many businesses at this point, not like LLCs, but how many businesses would you say you own at this point? So we have, I say we, because it's a team effort, right? It's a real estate mm-hmm. brokerage, do property management, um, house flipping. And now we're starting this fun and in the middle of, acquiring uh, real estate technology. So, but... A real, you know, like a real estate technology it, it, company, right? Yeah, real estate technology. And like you said, it's like, in the one book, Good to Great, I read, is it's first who's on the bus and then you determine where you're driving it, right? So it's that key players, partnerships, what are your strengths? Okay, take it and lead with it, you know? Like, and those yep. relationships, that trust factor, it's like, okay, you're skilled, you have a passion and a drive for it, you know what you're doing, run with it there's an issue, be humble and say, Hey, I don't know how to figure this out. I don't know everything. Right. But I know who to ask and I'm okay to say, you know what? I can get the answer. Like figure it out together. That's the biggest thing, right? Like, is that like, like the, the fear of asking questions, right. Or looking stupid, like, no, like, but like, <laughs> that's how you like prolong the, the lack of passive income is like, all right, I'm just going to, you know, try to figure it out on my own and not, not, you know, reach out to people and create relationships with people who, who do it, who do it well and who can teach me a thing or two. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who just, you know, they're very intelligent people and they don't want to sort of have to be taught something that they feel like they probably can learn on their own. And I'm like, you can fast forward that. Like there's a button for that. You can push right. it and like, and, and move this thing forward. You just have to be willing and humble enough to do so. And it's not, it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Like that means like you, might have just pressed the fast forward button on, on you know, early retirement or, uh, or you know, legacy wealth, you know? Yes. Um, and so that it, it's, it's like, it's critical, but it's also a hard lesson to learn for like people right. who are otherwise successful. Um, and, it's, and it's hard to know, right, before jumping in all the questions that you have. So you can have like this analysis paralysis. What if, what if, what if? There's so many variables, especially in real estate. Those questions are going to come up when you're in it. And then you start asking, be humble. It's okay. Like if we don't know, there's, it's, it's always happened before. Right. And you have a group of yep. people that, Oh, Hey, there's many different ways out of this situation too. And it's always a win-win. Like I believe there's always a win-win. And that's, what's cool too about real estate and just investing, you know, in, in this space is that like, it's kind of hard to reinvent the wheel, you yeah. know? Cause like at the end of the day, what you're doing is, you know, going through acquisition, likely improvements, you know, rent bumps or however, whatever the business plan is, disposition, right? Like you can't really make that sausage any differently. Like that is what it is. But so it really then comes down to like execution, um, which is, which is why I think it's so cool. So the businesses you kind of rattled off, like 
you, your company is just completely integrated, right? Like you've been able, you can kind of hit every facet of the, of the cycle, you know, from acquisition, rehab, well, uh, yeah, to sale. And you're, it, you had to yeah, be and almost right away. And it's like, it's hard when you first starting up is because you want to provide that full service platform, right? For the investor that wants to be hands-off and needs to be, right? They're, they're skilled in yep. their industry. We need them in the world. So you have to provide all of that. Right. So let, let's dive, let's dive big picture, right? Because I, I think um, I'm, I'm excited because I get to be like on the front row of like watching your, like watching you take off, like, you know, just invite me when you do have the private jet, let's fly wherever, like, you know, <laughs> wherever you're going, I'm happy to, I'm happy to tag along. Let's do All that. Right. Um, but like big picture, like, and I love your goals because they're not just like, I want to be super wealthy and rich. Like that's cool. Whatever. Like that, that's what you're into, but that that's fine. But like, you have a bigger, bigger, like picture, bigger goal, uh, a more wholesome sort of vision. Can you dive into that a little bit? Like, what's your end goal? What are you super passionate about? So my end goal, well, maybe I guess would say next goal, right? Um, so real estate, mm-hmm. I believe it's an avenue for to fulfill any dream in life. So think big, like biggest, biggest dream in life that you think it's not achievable, it is. And I think it's, you can get there through real estate. And for me, it's, I want to start um, a high school, open high school. So it's, raising the money, you know, making the money from real estate and building the relationships with people, right. That are in public, the public sector and the private sector to be able to do that. And hopefully by 2030, that's the plan. And we'll open up. And I just think there's a lot of wealth too. And in the minds of like the youth that don't have Mm -hmm. access to the resources or the networks or the connections. Um, and we're really losing as, as a whole. Right. Um, Right. So yeah, that's my. Yeah, that's yeah. When you told me that, um, I was blown away. And you know what? It's funny. Like you kind of you you opened my eyes again, right? Like because when when we were talking, and I was like, oh yeah, like you almost forget because you get so in the weeds of the business. You know, like you look up and you're like, oh dude, it's been three years. Like we've been growing this company and doing all this stuff, and everything's happening, and, and everything's coming at us a million miles an hour, and you kind of forget like. Oh yeah, there's a bigger picture to this. There's there's a there's a a reason, right? Like that's not just like, oh, I want to be wealthier or I want to work less. There's like a a true social impact sort of reason so underneath it all. You know, I don't care who you are, right? And it's, and it's but it's easy to lose sight of that. So that's what's really cool about you is you didn't lose sight of that. And like it then reminded me, like, oh yeah, don't lose sight of the fact that like you can make you can affect genuine change with real estate. Like you can you can create not only legacy wealth, but like legacies for other people. You know, yeah. you can, you can sort of become the the conduit through which like other people can, can grow into who they truly should be or like reach the level they, they, they're supposed to reach, you know, or have the capability of reaching, you know, but with, you know, lack the resources. So, I mean, you, you blew my mind in a lot of different ways, but like that one was like, all right, okay. She, she's like the definition of a rock star. Oh. I've, I've just... <laughs> Loved watching watching this. Uh, it's been fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> gonna give me a big <laughs> ear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anything like I was at the the JCC. Jordan went played basketball there, and like you know, on the walls, we we inherit the planet right from our children right. to leave it back better to them. And I'm like, geez, how do we? That's that's a huge weight, right? And like his right. peers was the one thing that I saw. Right? How do we impact his peers? growing up, you know, his environment. 
because that was the biggest influence for me is connections, people helping me throughout the way, just being like guardian angels. Um, And it's like, all right, so what's your, where's that intersection of what are you extremely passionate about? What makes you the most money? And what's the other one? And social, I mean, impact, right? It's just Come on. what does the most good. Oh, no, yeah. You know? what, what can you be the best in the world at, right? So what are your skills? Oh, there you go. Skills? And that's your purpose. Yeah. That's what I think. Like, so, because you can, I can get distracted so easily. Oh, this is great. This is great. This is great. No, where do these three lines intersect? And that's the hedgehog concept Tim Collins mentions too. So every time it's like, okay, is it in these three lines? Yes or no? Okay. If not, can't focus on that. Yeah. Well, I... First off, it goes without saying, I'm already incredibly proud of you. You've done far more than enough. But I mean, what you're about to do is even better. And I'm just super excited for what happens next. So now that, you know, you've told the world the story, right? Like I'm I'm excited for, you know, our audience and other people to kind of see what we what I see, you know, every time we're around each other, which is like an absolute rock star who's doing really cool stuff and has nothing but unlimited potential. So I want to say thank you, first off, for being on the show. Um, I want to, you know, give a... Uh, a quick shout out to the audience and say, like, look, if you if you want to go like next level, right? I always say like level up. Just watch this episode and listen to Teresa. Follow her on LinkedIn. Like, check out her socials. Um, we'll make sure to drop those in the show notes. Teresa, you're a rock star. I can't thank you enough. I'm really excited for what happens next. So thank you. We'll wrap it up here. Go but, uh, yeah, we'll see. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, people, just so you know, Teresa's doing all this stuff and she has four kids. Four. That's mind blowing. Yeah. You're a superhero. That's insane. So, um, well, thank you so much. I appreciate it again. I'll catch you. uh, I'll catch up with you soon. All right. Thanks, Jeremy. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Peace. All right, we did it. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode. I really, really do appreciate it. Do me a big favor. If you want to be a part of the Big Law Capitalist community to stay up to date with all of our latest episodes, you got to hit that subscribe button. Super important. But I can't thank you enough for joining me this week. I'll see you next time. Peace.